top of the Poconos, it's the Balcony Show with your host, Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music, so you don't have to. So here we go, the Balcony Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Balcony Show. We are very excited because we have the one, the only... Jimmy Leahy, best Woo! known as Woo, yeah. Dennis DeYoung's lead guitarist. And, oh my... Also known as... Oh my dude, we'll get into more of his incredible biography, but uh, first... Hit it, Dave! Useless facts! Facts that are freaking useless! Welcome to this week's episode of Useless Facts. So we're just going to jump right into it. So, useless fact number one. <laughs> Isaac Newton invented the cat door. Did you know that? Did not know that. I did not, no, I did not know I have know a few either. of his inventions in my house, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, apparently, he had a mother and baby cats that used to scratch on his lab door all the time. So he got tired of going over to the door and letting them in and out. So he made the very first cat door. Wow. Got his saws all out. Probably took him a little longer than it would these days. Okay. Useless fact number two. A group of cats is called a clowder. As opposed I to a chowder. I did not know that either. No. <laughs> so uh, cool cats, is that, you know... A Clouder of cool cats. So are we? If if you have fans, Mad Cat, are are they your clouder? Uh, they must they must be. They must be. But so Mad Cat needs the name a I have for them certainly isn't clouder. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just talking about fans. All right. So useless fact number three: a tower was built in Scotland for a cat named Towser in the. Com- Jesus, what a word. Commemoratory. Commemoration. Yeah, that word. <laughs> of her killing over 30,000 mice in her lifetime. Wow. Uh, how did they count? Yeah, That's right, what like, I want to know. Like, what were they? Did they have, like, chalk? I on mean, the- if they're like my cat, she just brings it in and leaves right? it right in the living room. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so, my yeah, gosh. Oh, just, my gosh. Yeah, I just had that yeah, conversation. My cat. Out and go one. <laughs> <laughs> No, they have one of those. What do they have? The abacus back? (laughs) (laughs) There's a big giant abacus with Towser's count on it. Okay, so useless fact number four. The technical name for a hairball is Bezor. Who knew that? I did not know that either. See? We're educating you, Jimmy Lay. Thank you. Well, you you're going <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> Honey, you know there's what? a bezoar on the rug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not for me. <laughs> and all this time, I thought it was the much longer name. Hey, hey, little bastard, don't do that there. As Dennis DeYoung's guitarist, yes. our first song for the evening is going to be East of Midnight. And I yeah. don't... I don't think that takes a, a big, long introduction, but I would like to know what your input is about that song and how you feel about playing it when you're out with yeah. him. 
Well, th that's on his new record, actually, and we were supposed to uh, perform it March of 2020 for the first time live at, at a CD release party at, I think it was the Ro like Roseland in Chicago. And, uh, and we, got can we canceled our tour the week before, so we, I've never performed that live with him yet. So, uh, so something to look forward to. Yes, yeah. So February, you know, we had gone over it and, and we were ready, to, you know, to for this show and and completely, you know, it was like Thursday night. They're going like, don't check in <laughs> for Friday's flights, <laughs> you know, and uh, and that was the end. And of did it, you so. you played on the album? Yeah, with I'm this? on that song. That's yeah. Twenty six East is the name of the That's album. That's right. Yeah, that was the address he lived. In, oh, okay, yeah. in Chicago. That's, yeah, his house. Yeah. In Chicago. <laughs> Nothing yeah. like it. Oh, used to live, right? Or, yeah, used to live. Because right? yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be very and the smart. And the band was, they were all neighborhood kids, really. His, uh, like Chuck and John Panazzo lived across the street from them. So they, they would, that's how they started their plight, you know. So how did you get to play with Dennis? How did that happen? How yeah, did that, that connection? Was like a, it was really an indirect kind of way, but uh, it's, I'll try to make the story short. But, but uh um, I was actually uh, opening for him with John Waite. I was touring with John Waite for about 12 years. And uh, we were his opener for two years. Um, and, uh, and like over the summer, we were his opener. And, uh, we, and we would we'd play acoustic. We were at an acoustic opener, actually. And, uh, and I met Dennis over the course of that time. And he uh, asked me to, to record on his, rec his previous record, 100, 100 years from now, that records called and uh so uh which was a thrill so he like you know so we uh started hanging out and he you know flew me to chicago to record on that record and uh and then he you know he slowly you know john wasn't really touring a ton at that time so he asked me if i would join them on some dates and so i was doing both for a while which was a little crazy oh, wow. yeah and uh and then he uh eventually you know because he was sensitive about taking me from john because they you know he really liked John Wade a lot, you know, so, uh, so it's, you know, I was, uh, on and off for the first year of playing with him. And then, uh, and then he offered me the full-time job after that. Yeah. And you yeah. took it. And of course I did. Yeah, definitely. He was and that I was iconic. in 2008, right? Man, for sure. Uh, that was, uh, 2007. I started playing with him. Yeah. And then in 2008, I was touring. Steadily now was the him. other guitarist, is it August? August. August. Yes. What a cool my, name. My though. buddy. Yes. Um, August Zadra. So you joined him. Was he already in Dennis's no, band? No, he was not in the band originally. So uh, there was a, a, another guitar player, Tommy Jallo, fantastic guitar player. But um, uh, and I was in that that version of his band. They had a different bass player, um, and at, at that time they weren't doing any of Tommy Shaw's songs. They were just doing Dennis songs. And he had not long been out of retirement, to be honest with you. Um, you know, um, so he. Um, and we, we were doing a lot of orchestra shows, which was a lot of fun too. So we were doing all his songs with like, a, you know, sixty-piece orchestra behind it. So it was it was a thrill. And then uh, just one one uh, Christmas, so like I, I got a, an email from our manager, and and it's just it's like a YouTube clip, and it goes, "What do you think of this?" And so I clicked on it, and it was like a, a Sticks tribute band from like L.A. And I'm I'm going like, you know, are we all fired? You know, because. <laughs> 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 I don't know what to think about this because they were really great, and August was the guitar player, and so they they wound up, you know, uh, canning 
uh, uh, the other guitarist, um, sadly, a great guy, but you know he had been with Dennis a lot of years, and um, and August had brought a different thing to this band because he can sing, you know, all that Tommy Shaw stuff. We started playing Tommy Shaw when he joined, you know, all his songs. Yeah, East of Midnight, like nice. really the harmony. It's yeah. like, oh my God, that just brought me back to. Yeah. That, sticks yes. years that's exactly what I doubt. thought like, I, I felt yeah. that whole it just had that big sticks sound to it Dennis right. is larger than life yeah. and all the stuff he does and, and even as a person he's just a, you know just an amazing personality he's never, how did that feel to step out on stage with him the first oh, time oh the first time it was amazing really it was uh um, at my first gig with him was in uh, Lyle uh, Illinois it was a, just a uh, festival stage you know and you're there's probably eight to 12,000 people there, you know, for my, the first concert that w I was playing with him. And, um, you know, just to uh, be on the stage playing those songs was amazing because this stuff was like high school for me. So, like, Come Sail Away was like, a, like an anthem, you know. Oh, when yeah. I, when I was, <laughs> you know, and all those stick songs, really. So, like, so to be on stage with him at, at the end of the night, you know, we're, uh, we'd be breaking the we break in to come sail away and everybody's got their lighters out and it was you know i got i felt choked up it was like amazing experience and yeah, he's, awesome. he's been a great guy to work work with you know all right well then we're going to take yeah. a break and we're going to listen to east of midnight yeah, okay by dennis de young band off of his 26 east album so okay we'll be right back with jimmy Leahy.
everybody. Welcome back to The Balcony Show, and we are here in studio with Jimmy Leahy. Greetings. So, you have s- shared the stage with John Waite, Patty yes. Smythe, one of my favorites, got to say. Yes. Chris Gaggle, help me out. Is Cagle. It Cagle. Chris Cagle, yes. Allison Krauss, Glenn Burtnick, yes. Jill Rock Jones. Yes, look her up. She's wow. Yeah. Uh, Grammy Award winning Dion Ferris. Yeah, and also great. You've been on the Jay Leno show, Good Morning America. Yeah. I mean, VH Classic, the, the Grand yeah. Old Opry. It's kind of like easier to ask you what you haven't done. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's amazing. It's been a, 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 just such a fortunate, you know, uh, a career for me, really. Uh, I've uh, just been in the right place at the right time. Really. Well, I think your start. With your father, who is a Grammy-winning jazzist. That's right. Harry Leahy. We have to mention him. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I got to say... And my wa- instructor, my teacher, really. So, yeah. I watched a video of him, yeah. and you sound like him when you talk. Oh, yeah. You may not know that, but I was like, What are the chances? Yeah. yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> but yeah. how did his music... And obviously, he taught you. Yes. You know, you started at age seven, eight? Uh, seven, yes. And then um, got serious around the age of 14? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was like, you know, I mean, I was a kid growing up, but I was serious pretty pretty early on, and, and uh, it was always a thing for me, and, and uh, you know, but uh, he was a very amazingly patient teacher. You know, at times I was probably his worst student, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but he, it didn't matter, you know, he was... I didn't have to worry about him. You know, he would never yell if I had a bad. My mother, though, we not. She come. I'd come out, and she'd be just like, "So how did he do? It? You know, Harry." And and my my father would be going like, "Ah, he could have practiced some more." You know, and then my mother would like, you know. So I, I I have to thank my mother for, you know, for keeping me giving you the boot. Yeah, exactly. The discipline. So, but my father was a great influence. How how did his how did the jazz music and and then, and then you studied classical for a while? You yeah. played classical. You were into that. Sure. Um, how did that form into what you're doing now? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I've had like so many different likes. I mean, so so in, when I started first playing guitar, you know, it was in the late, you know, it was like 1970, you know, and and so I was uh, a young kid and I was into, you know a lot of the acoustic driven stuff like the you know the all the eagles and stuff but at the same time my father was this amazing jazz player who was touring all over and we were we would all get in the station wagon and go and hear him playing with you know Phil Woods and and uh you know we saw him at the uh, Carnegie Hall with like Chet Baker and Jerry oh. Mulligan oh, and, wow. and so and that music it just uh you know it's it's such an important part of my playing because I've always strived to play jazz but you know, my peer—it was just wasn't happening with my peer group. You know, so, I can't imagine and, uh, why. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, so my first bands were like, you know, Eagles and and like CSN kind of, uh, and you know, James Taylor acoustically driven songs. You know, so so that that's kind of what you know, uh, I started playing at like during high school and after. You know, but but I've always pursued that, and and my uncle on my mother's side. A classical guitarist and an upright bass jazz bass player. Yeah. He's a, oh, so cool. I have music on my mother's side, actually. That's some really amazing players. He's still playing now. He's 86. You know, my, Good my for uncle, him. Yeah, wow. Amazing. Still playing gigs. 
Wow. You know, and um, but uh, so he, I, I would play classical. You know, I, I could read music. I started playing when I was seven, so by the time I was in high school, I could read music really well. So I and he was he would play classical gigs and just drag me along, and and he would sit, you know, and. Uh, anywhere like it would be like libraries and like you know a, and geriatric <laughs> centers and play classical music and and uh you, you know and i was so so i got had that you know influence as well my uncle's influence of classical but that was a good grounding isn't it for yeah. for like you're kind of like a leg up you know like when you yeah. somebody presents you with a piece of music you know yeah. i know a lot of guys go to youtube <laughs> yeah and listen my you father can, was a you know, I mean, he taught in in, in univer at the, at William Patterson and he, and and Jersey State College and uh, and so he was a strict teacher. So it was like reading, and you had, you had to learn how to read. You know, so so that just became a thing, a really useful tool for me later on, and and uh, it's, uh, it adds value to you for sure. I do a lot of studio work, and I and get sent charts, and you know, I got like a call, and I played with. Uh, with Gloria Gaynor and they oh, just, wow. you know, sent me the charts and I just showed up at the gig and just sat there and we could have music on stage and right. you know and it's so like to have that you know ability to read music and you know if you don't read music you got a lot of work to do you know? yeah you know, oh, that's, a lot of memorizing yeah. for know. kids learning um, or any musician I guess any kids that are going to these like art high schools I mean they really focus on yeah. the theory they have to i mean yeah. that's the foundation isn't it yeah i mean you don't have to know how to read a note to be great i mean some right. of my favorite guitar right, players right. like will not you know will turn their amps off when there's music in front of them but the uh so it's it's not necessarily you know uh, um you know it's, you don't have to know how to read to be great but but uh it, it you know for a working musician it, yeah it's helpful so you know, who's a lot the of the guys who don't read kind of, you know, they get squeamish when you start talking about it, you know. And they're, yeah. but, uh, who's the one person that you played with that you went, wow. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, I know there's probably several, especially considering your career. Yeah, there's like a, there's a guy that, uh, who uh, I still play to this day with. It's, his name is Greg Hollister, and, and who's a bass player, singer, and in and, his... And uh, uh, back in the I'd say 70s and 80s, and uh, he was a jingle singer also. So he's, he's got this beautiful, big, rich voice, and he was singing like you know, "Have you driven a Ford lately?" You no know, way! He was, like that. he was like those guys, and, and wow, like, you know, he sang like "Rickles helps you do, do it better." better. You know, I know, almost, I you know. So yeah, he was. So he was making a living off his voice. He's an wow. amazing bass player, but so uh, I was. Uh, in a band with my cousin, uh, and and our, our keyboard player said, "I found a bass player and who sings, and he's going to come down and, and play with you guys, you know, and we're going to maybe do something." And and he came down and he pl started playing and singing, and I was just like, you know, it's whole new level of you know, uh, of playing for me, and uh, and he was a major influence on me, and, and the music that he chose was, you know, difficult. It was kind of like jazz blues and and uh and uh you know he was a great influence on me yeah. so shout out to yeah shout out to greg hollister there yeah. you go so the Still next song playing. next mm. song that we have yeah. is learning to crawl with glenn, glenn burtnick. burtnick yes you want to set uh, uh glenn this song. burtnick is uh is really like i can thank for all my successes outside of that you know all my tour successes because he was the guy who introduced me to john Waite actually 
and because Glenn introduced me to John, you know, I met Dennis. So, so I can thank you know Glenn, you know, a, a great deal for helping me out. And Glenn has is an you know incredibly successful. And you, don't know the name you played Glenn, on this. Glenn uh, Burtnick. Yeah, I'm on this track. Yeah. Palookaville. Yes. Okay. This song, this song in particular, has like a million different styles of guitar on it. It's really it, it's over the top. And whenever we get together, we just played last summer. You know, we'll get back together again here and there. But uh, you know, and, and we chose to do that song. And I'm just like, I had to, you know, had to really work on that song because <laughs> it's like it's got you know so many different. Yeah. It's got like funk and classical, and it's a, it's a amazingly busy song. So there you uh, have it. Even Jimmy Lay has to work. Yeah, I gotta you know, relearn all my parts whenever he calls the play again. You know. But he's uh, that's. Glenn is like all over the map. Oh, he's yes. all over the place. He is. Yeah, he wrote sometimes doing loves not enough, enough. with Hattie Smythe. Yep. That's so yeah. it was yep. to Glenn that I played with Hattie Smythe. Right. Wow. So amazing. It truly is who you know. Oh, one yeah. connection leads. Huge. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Huge. He's a big one. You know, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Patty Smythe. Yeah. That was yeah. She was like breakout for when I was growing up. You know what I mean? Like women didn't. Yeah. No. She was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was you know, the warrior, you know. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she has a great voice, <laughs> yeah. voice. Horses, the whole. Yeah. 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 But anyways, great. we're gonna take a listen to "Learning to Crawl" with Glenn Burtnick off of Palookaville, and we'll be right back with Jimmy Leahy. <laughs>
I will learn to crawl Show in right now. Well, not right now. Hell, we've been just about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy the air is getting thin. Anyway. I, I, get so, I get so used to my normal modus operandi that I forget where the hell I'm at. I'm not used to having somebody sitting here the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> throwing you off cool. your game. Right, and you know, and I gotta, I gotta give you some credit here because they're abusing me a hell of a lot less. Are they? With you wow, here, you're all on your best behavior. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like a miracle. Yeah, this is the best. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I Come got on, you, I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold back. So I gotta ask, like you know, uh, everybody always has like their their dream collaboration, you know. So who would be yours, whether it be oh, if, if, living or dead, you know, if you had if you were able to have that one collaboration? Oh my gosh, um, that's a hard. That's a really hard question for me, really. Um, I, I, I start thinking of different genres of music. <laughs> right, like, yeah. You know, I have no morals. I listen to like everything, really. But uh, I don't know. Um, Hell, shit, man! I stumped you. You stumped yeah. me, man. <laughs> well, you said let us let you have it, so yeah. there we did. See, in my, in my, in my <laughs> we head, we unleashed the mad cat on you. Yeah. He's 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 got to have one. He's gonna fire right off. And yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, my likes have been so broad, you know, that I, I don't know. All right, as where. a teenager yeah. in high school, like what was... When, in, when I was in high school, I was listening to more jazz, believe it or not, wow. than I am now. So I was a big Pat Metheny, like, head back then. And okay. so, like, that was the that was the, the records. And, like, bands like, uh, you know, like, like, well, guys like Steve Morris from, like, the Dixie Dregs. And, and so it was, like, a lot of that fusion, so, you know, heavy guitar playing you know okay but you stuff. did kind of do something like that at the bon jovi picnic you have yeah. to tell everybody this story. oh yes that's this right. is a cool this was a good one but he would never collaborate with me so I, I would i would have said that because i'm i am a huge beetle fan i mean obviously but they were a big influence on me one of my first records that my father bought me was uh um was uh spacing out again uh <laughs> but the uh Oh, Jesus. What's the Christ, cover I'm look in like? Trouble. What's the cover look like? <laughs> What's the cover look yeah. like? It's it's black and white. It's got like, you know, Abbey Road. It's Abbey Road. Oh, okay. Anyway, but it was so the um you know, but uh 
Yeah, so I was uh, playing with a guy from the Jersey Shore, a guy named Bob Berger, who's like a, kind of a magnet down there and uh, friends of Glenn Burtnick and everything, and uh, they write a lot together. And he got a call to be um, the house band at Bon Jovi's Labor Day party. So, so, uh, so I was playing with Bob at the time. And so we got the gig to go to Bon Jovi's house and like and whoever, it was just a Labor Day backyard party. It was uh, nothing, there wasn't even security there, but we were in East Hampton. So like, you know, it's, um, it's a long way for criminals to go, you know. So we get there and we're, we're setting up and we knew certain people were coming. We knew like Billy Joel was going to be there. So, you know, we had, um, we knew like, um, uh, who else was there? Like Roger Waters was there. So, wow! So we were like we were picking. We had that they had them pick songs to play, and and, this, and we were so we were prepared to play with all these some of these people. And uh, Jimmy Buffett was there. That's a hell of a backyard Probably barbecue, right? Yeah, these are all his friends. Why weren't we invited? Yeah, well, these are all his <laughs> friends. Are, I mean, this is East Hampton. These are the neighbors, you know. Wow! They, they, they just yeah, kind of, you know, they all live yeah. like yeah. around there, I guess, or had houses. How did you not get starstruck? Like, oh. Oh, it oh, wait. Crazy. Bruce yeah. was there. Howard Stern was there. And then the, <laughs> and the guests out there. The whole like, Long Island posse. Yeah. That's Katie it. Couric and Matt Lauer. That was, was back in those days. But, oh, wow. The, uh, you know, so anyway, uh, so there, all of a sudden, you know, Bon Jovi comes out. And, and, like, and he, like while we're setting up and it goes like, I don't know if it's going to happen, but Paul McCartney may be, may, be, may be coming. I'm just letting you guys know. And so we're like all like, oh, you know, oh my God, you know? <laughs> like, so, so we're up there playing and, um, uh, you know, and and, uh, and Billy Joel gets up and plays, and and like, and it, it was just like a jam session. Like, it, there was, you know, so we were we played some Roger Waters songs, and Billy Joel got up and and are going, and Bon Jovi's just like, let's let's do one of your songs, Billy, and you know, and Billy's like, I don't want to play my songs. Let's, hey. let's do let's do an Eagles song. So we, I played like Take It Easy with like Billy Joel. You know, it was just that's surreal. So, cool. so the yeah. whole night was fun. Wow, that's and, really and neat. And then all of a sudden, like out of like, it was starting to get dark, and like this. Per, you know, person jumps on stage right in front of me, and it's Paul McCartney. You know, and uh, and uh, so which was a thrill, and uh, and so we got to play six songs with Paul. Oh, that is absolutely wow. fantastic. So he was like air guitaring with me, and it, it was just <laughs> oh, so it was amazing. Do you have pictures night. of that? With you want? Do you have any pictures? There's a picture on my website of. Um, uh, of with me standing there like looking stupid like next to Paul McCartney uh, and, and Bon Jovi they're all, they're like singing on a microphone and there weren't many pictures because it was it was all like you know like uh, stars and like nobody had cameras out so when you, if you look up you know on on the internet I was looking of course to try to find as many pictures as possible but but there were like three or four pictures of the entire night that was it wow wow took pictures. Which is kind of uh, cool because they were in the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's riding the vibe. So you were doing your job. Barbecue. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. And, and I happened to be in one of those pictures, thank God, with Paul. Because like, so there, there awesome. was proof, you know. Oh, that's but, awesome. And I got like red eye and everything. It's a funny picture, but I put it on my website. Oh, course. that's Absolutely. really neat. That is fantastic. And well, I just Roger thought that Waters, was... A... We were playing, and <laughs> we were, were playing Take It Easy. Roger Waters was playing guitar next to me. And I don't even know if he plays guitar. He's like a bass yeah. player, really. But And he's looking at me going, like, I don't know this song. So, like, I'm I'm yelling chords to Roger Waters <laughs> like, while I'm playing with Billy Joel. That's pretty beautiful. Song, you know, it's just... That is that's beautiful. so surreal. Such a weird, <laughs> weird time. But thank you to Bob Berger for, yeah. uh, who's another super talented Jersey guy that um, is worth uh, worth uh, and songwriter. And I've written songs with him, and 
and I still play with him to this day. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, anyway. So yeah. I had to mention that because I yeah. just thought that was really. How, how, that does not happen to many people. No. Yeah, that's like a once in a lifetime. That's a, yeah, that's so. Bond. Everybody in that band, you know, who are great people too. Like you know, that's our bond. Like we got to play with Paul. Right. Know, oh yeah. But the drummer that was, uh, um, um, uh, Jerry Gasco from Ch King's X. Oh yeah, my god. I, I love that band. Right, right, right. Love. Yeah. I saw King's X. Yeah. At Lemoore's in Brooklyn before Yay. King's X was even, uh, I don't like nobody even knew. They, I just remember they had such an impact on me because the three of them were in, they're so intensely powerful. Great band. One great of my all time battles. favorite bands ever. Yeah, they're great. He's a Jersey guy, you know, Jerry. And I, I get to play with him. I got to play with him maybe a month ago at, at just outside at a bar down the street in Jersey Shore. All right. Uh, let me know. Brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah last a, I pinch myself to be around these great people. Really, oh, but, they're yeah. phenomenal musicians. Yeah. Phenom oh, my oh, gosh. But so are you, so Jimmy. Are you. Yeah. yeah. I've been, you know, out of the lifetime. You know, so. Yeah. Well, we got we to gotta make a little plug here for anybody in the Lehigh Valley. If you have not seen Jimmy play out... Um, You've got to experience. Uh, yeah, when you hear, even, yeah, when you hear musicians standing around going, I can't believe, what is he, how is he doing oh, yeah. that? You know, oh, so yeah. that's a testament to how really yeah. good yeah. you are. And it's and enjoyable. It's fun. Yeah. It's so just fun. a really great time. Yeah. Just don't ask me to play it again. Cause <laughs> <laughs> so up next we have... Uh, the song Big Fish from yes. the Alice Project with oh, Alice Leon. Love her. What a super talent. She's I awesome. I love this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I really dig her. Her yeah. voice yeah. is incredible. I met her. She had a Sony deal when we I first met her. Yeah. So that was a, it was a thrill getting a, to meet her and play on, on her songs at the time. And then we, we wound up writing five records together. Like, you know, so... Uh, so we've done a lot of writing, wow. and probably my most successful songwriting has been through her. You know, we've got, gotten songs on in movies and and you know yeah. gummy bear commercials, and, <laughs> Sports <laughs> Illustrated commercials, and things like that. Yeah. I mean, she's insanely talented. She's really great, yeah. and, and what a just marvelous person <laughs> she is! Like so, like positive, and it just pours out of. If you go to see her play. You're just like, you'll love her even more, you know. Well, she's definitely so, on my list of people I want to see yeah. because yeah. thank she, you for is introducing. She, is she currently playing out? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, we'll not as much as she was. I mean, she lives in, in Congress, New York now, so uh, we don't play as, as much as we uh, we were, but we're still playing. Yeah, we still get together and play right. games together. We just did something less than a month ago at a vineyard up in, um, in Suffern, New York. So watch the oh, Jimmy Leahy Dot com. Yes, yeah, JimmyLady.com. Oh. I have my schedule up. It's usually correct. You know? We're gonna be we're gonna be hawking it, bowling out yeah. all the venue just to make sure I, you know that this blonde is no act. You know? <laughs> and this is off of the album Overnight Success. That's right. And this song is uh, at the time I was we were writing these songs. I was. Uh, I had just gotten into like digital guitar systems and like, and uh, I had done like a, uh, we were talking about this during pizza, but the, um, I did the Tommy Shaw rock to the rescue show and they, and they didn't need another guitar player. There was a million guitar players. So they bought me a digital guitar system. Um, and, uh, this does have to do with this song, but, um, and so like I 
you know, I, I plugged through the system and nothing came out sounding like guitar. I was playing like synth lines. And so I, that day I played like, like Night Ranger synth with Jack Blaine. Oh, wow. And, and I played like harmonica. Like, so I was playing through this unit and like, oh. and, it, and I was, you know, playing with Felix Cavallari. I was doing like, you know, it'd be like grooving and I'd be like, bah, 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 oh, you know, yeah. oh, that's so neat. That I'm standing so with cool. a strap and it, nothing sounded like a strap. You know? It was so weird. So Big Fish, it has, uh, I'm using that system on it. So all the, like the synth stuff is, is uh, me on guitar actually and piano and everything. And, uh, it's actually a strat. <laughs> so that whole thing is. You know, so they gave you a new toy and yes. you took it home. And I used it on this, on this <laughs> track, but, but a great song that we wrote together. I love it. Yeah. All right, so we're going to break, take a listen to Big Fish from the Alice Project off of the Overnight Success album. Take a listen. You're going to love it. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Balcony Show. We have Jimmy Leahy with us tonight. And uh, Jimmy, set up for us the track, Where Are All the Words, from the Alice Project. Yeah. Um, we recorded this at my friend's Anthony Kryzan studio, actually. I don't know if you know Anthony Kryzan. He's a, another Jersey guitar player. Um, he played with the Spin Doctors and uh, for, uh, for a bunch of years, but a friend of mine. And... Uh, uh, this song, uh, we actually, Alice and I wrote the song, and like, and right before going into the studio, the drummer said, we should play this in 7-4. <laughs> <You know? laughs> of course! Like, yeah, we were just like, what? You know, so we started playing it, and it was, uh, you know, and it became that. So this song is a, it was a odd meter time song, and, uh, but still kind of adult contemporary pop sounding, and uh, so it was a lot of fun to play, and, uh, and we, had to learn, we had to learn how to count. And seven. (laughs) (laughs) That's important. Well, everybody take a listen to Where Are All the Words by The Alice Project. Coming up.
Show. We're here with Jimmy Leahy. Hey, hey you're hanging in there, dude. I'm doing okay. Just like tilt me. You, you feel know. like you're on a. If I'm like, starting to tilt, you know. Just, <laughs> let me know. Uh, like you're on the stand. He's taking the stand. You're a witness. Yeah, we're Jimmy, all watching you. That's right. That's what I'm Where's saying. my lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> we'll know you're fading when they just get back, go right back to abusing me. <laughs> you actually have the night off, Mad Cat. How does it feel? Man, what a week good. it's been. We love it. This is a gift. We're giving the gift. We're giving we thank love you for the this abuse. gift, Jimmy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're giving we're giving the Tic Tac a rest. <laughs> Tic Tac needs a rest. <laughs> the Yodel. He's got all different kinds of names. <laughs> it's never ending, man. No. It's never ending. <laughs> I don't even know how we get there half the time either, to tell you the They're truth. Keeping you humble, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our job. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Right, Bo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, stop it. You love it. <laughs> so the final song that we're going to play um, mm-hmm. is I Happen to Really Like <laughs> Yes. I like it, too. No Pity on the Highway, Radio Exile. Yes. Tell us about Radio okay, Exile. Okay, so um, the kind of the brains behind that band is a guy, Charlie Calv, who I went to high school with. And he was like much younger. He's like four years younger. So I never really played with Charlie Calv back in the day. But I have a cousin who, who was in a band with him. And they were, they were kind of like a, you know, they were like a pretty big band in my town, you know. Um, and my cousin was a drummer. And Charlie uh, is a, a keyboard player who now plays with Angel, the band Angel. You know the. the oh wow. Yep. Um, and so he's had some great success as well. But. Uh, so I hadn't see I didn't see Charlie for like years and years and uh, and and uh, my son who's who's a musician uh, and we had moved from the town and uh, and my son wound up befriending his son so it was like so like all of a sudden you know the Calv name shows up again because my son's now best best friends with his son you know and they didn't even know that when when he showed up at the house he's you know he's his, you know, my name's Jesse, and you know what? And they, and he said Jesse Leahy, and he goes, uh, "You're related to Jimmy," and he goes, "That's my father." You know, and it was so, so we, we started, you know, hanging out, and he has these projects and calls me every once in a while on some project work, and and uh, and this thing came up, um, and uh, just a bunch of great players like Chandler Mogul on vocals. The guy's just wow, uh, yeah, incredible singer. Uh, uh, Charlie, I think, wrote most of the songs with Chandler. And uh, and it was just a session that they called me on, and I went in, and it was a pretty rockin' record, and uh, and and uh, I'm like, the potential where are... for a Europe tour, but which never happened. But I'm uh, like, where are these guys? Yeah, like this is yeah. really really good. There's another record that started, I, you know, that I'm on tracks for, but I haven't. I'm not sure. So hope maybe there'll be another one. But that, the whole record, yeah. the whole record's pretty rockin' like that, and the singer, you know, is just. Uh, uh, very unique, and uh, all great per- people, and uh, you know, and and getting to hang with Charlie was a lot of fun because I've known we've known each other since we were kids. Yeah, so uh, it was a great town of music that I grew up with. We had 
you know, uh, some great, you know, even some great, my father obviously went to school there and he, he you know, he was really successful, but uh, um, there was a, uh, uh, Bill Evans, who's like a, just a giant in the jazz world, the keyboard, keyboardist, like was from our town and, and it just, uh, there was just a lot of music. You know, well, this, you you come from music. You yeah. have music all in your family. Your siblings do music. Yeah. Your, your children. It was you know it was how to stay in, you know involved whenever we had family get-togethers, I guess. But you know, but uh, but the school was also. I have to say that that township. It was North Plainfield. We went to school with. They had a you know a really great music program, and you could get out of anything geometry tests because if, if you had like you know all of a sudden I you know I have like a pit orchestra rehearsal. Like, I wouldn't have to take my geometry test. They'd let you, you know, that shit doesn't happen anymore. No, no, that's yeah. unheard of. Yeah, so uh, back then it was just, they were really into the letting kids, you know, if you were into the arts, they they pushed you, you know, and um, and that's unfortunately taken a back seat, you know, over the years. Yeah. And even my kid one year in, in middle school, uh, they they lost the funding for their music and art teacher. And, uh, and, and luckily, like a, an anonymous donor, Paid their salaries for a couple of years before, like they wound up getting rehired. Wow! So that's the, that's what we're up against. You yeah, know? no, it's pretty crazy. No, yeah. it is crazy. You know, but that was not my experience growing up. And, Damn. And um, so, what a career! What a career! It's been, it's been busy. What Check do we have to look? How, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. Is there anything else that? Uh, what do you have coming up? What are you excited about? Well, what, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm working on my own record, actually. I'd like to do something on my, on my own. So, like, I'm, and I, so I'm in the midst of writing, you know, uh, my own thing. So I'd like to get that out of the way. So I have at least one thing with my, with my name on it. Uh, so I'm in the process of that. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to going, to back, going back to touring with Dennis again, which is, which is the plan in February. And uh, and we're I'm really close friends with everybody in the band, especially August. You know, I get together and it's like, you know, they try to keep us away, but you know, <laughs> and, uh, but it's we we're always the last men standing, and you know, and the last ones to lobby in the in the in the morning and stuff. But uh, <laughs> well, hey, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that again. Young, you know, at, and, young at heart. Yeah, keep exactly. it. Keep living it. You know what? You only get one. One one That's one turn around. Yeah. I don't want to go to bed. I want to stay up. That's right. right. <laughs> well, I want to thank you. Oh, thank you from I, the from the bottom of my heart for spending time with us here on the show. I appreciate your interest. It really and, means and, uh, the world to us, and it means a lot to me to to sit down and and uh, a trip down memory lane a, lane a little bit, you know. And uh, but I've I've loved it all, you know. Uh, and I'm I'm glad my kids are into it and. And music is just such a you know huge part of my life, and, uh, and to be I, able think to do it for I think that's what's going to heal. I think that's what's going to heal this planet. Yeah, honestly, I yeah. think. A well, we need you know we, that's why we you know we need talented musicians to yeah. step up. Right. You know, the stuff that they're playing on the radio now. I mean, yeah, uh, well, radio's uh, tough. You can't, but you can't I mean, listen to the radio. I know. And the internet's like slam full of great stuff. Yep. Yeah. You know, Dig the internet, have to, folks. Dig yeah. the find internet. It. Yeah, it, but that's but, uh, the beauty, too, of um, of the internet and even, yeah. you know, radio shows at like hours and podcasts. Yeah. And even just, I mean, you look at this the sheet that Ann put together. 
and you're hitting all these different bands that we otherwise would never have heard of. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't know about the Alice Project until, you know, she mentioned it and, you know, it freaking you out a... over the No Pity on the Highway song and yeah. I'd never even heard of that either, so. It gives you a little more freedom to self, you know, you know, uh, yes. promote yourself, but, but because it's such a large, a large sea, that, that's a problem too. So it has its cons and, and, and the, you know, the con that like no two kids in America have the same playlist anymore is a definite con because these bands have a hard time supporting themselves because, you know, back when we were listening to music, it was yeah. just like these 10 albums came out and that's it. So we, we all yeah. had like at least eight of those 10 records, you know? Right, yeah. So it was like those bands just had great success because... That we weren't being fed so much, you know. So, yeah. So that's well, and the problem is we're also not being fed all the best. That, right. You know what I mean? Like you had, in order yeah. to get to the point where you were recorded, yes. and I can really testify to this. Yeah. You had to. You had to have Something some special. talent. That's you right. had to have some yeah. talent to get into yeah. a recording yeah. studio and get your stuff, at least for that's the most right. part. Now. Yeah. I, I can't even tell you. <laughs> There's days I'll call her up and I'll just say, uh, my ears are bleeding, <laughs> yeah. you know, because yeah. you got to give everybody a shot. Right. You want to do the right thing and, and yeah. listen to everything, you know, and we get a lot of people coming through our show. Thank you, everybody, for submitting. But some of them, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they they need direction. They need help, and, yep. and a yeah. lot of a lot of these DIY artists, especially younger, you know, yeah. um, they don't know how to navigate the noise. Right. And actually, I'm yep. I was going to do if I have an indie radar on this show. Um, I'm actually going to talk about that because so many kids are growing up relying just on social media, and it can't be. No. You don't need a major label anymore to maybe find an audience, but you can't it like social media can't just be it. No. 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 Yeah. So, so what would you tell a young person and what have you told your own kids about the business? I mean, really, I mean, to me, it's it's, it's always about keeping it fun and keeping it loose. You know, like uh, it's been I've been fortunate to be in like really most of my band experiences have been with good people, which is not easy to find sometimes. You know, I've, I've had some bad experiences, but but the bands that I play with, you know, uh, you know, I still play with my high school bands there lo locally. Yeah. Which, and uh, they're, you know, I've met them in like second grade. I mean, we I've been playing guitar one year i could you know <laughs> i was you know playing mary had a little lamb i think or something but, but uh you know so it's, it's i think you know you have to you have to believe in yourself and and, and you have to keep it keep it fun because once it becomes a job uh you know uh it it, it shows really you know you i agree mm -hmm. i agree yeah. well yeah. again i want to thank you um follow jimmy Leahy on facebook Check out the videos. You're going to love it. For more information, go to JimmyLahey.com. Thank you. And yes. definitely, definitely the music that we've played, all of it's on Spotify. You can find it through the website. You're going to want to download all of these. There's not, there's literally nothing, you know, like we're, we're serving up. It's like a smorgasbord tonight. Yeah. There's yeah. something for everybody yeah. there. Yeah, it's a variety. I've I've had a hard time nailing down like what I like to play the most. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right. So, well, thank you. I'm going to bid you good night, then, sir. And Appreciate thank you, everybody here at the balcony.
Cheers, Thank man. you. Thank you for deflecting the target off <laughs> of oh, me. Wah, wah, wah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so we're going to end things tonight with the song No Pity on the Highway from Radio Exile off of their self-titled item, Radio Exile. Take a listen to one of my favorite jams from Jimmy Leahy. Good night, everybody, from the Balcony Show. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>
and that's what's up.